A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey! Uh-huh. What's up? What's the word? Uh-huh. It's your boy Cody Mack here with another episode of What's the Word. I'm here live in the DTLI studio on the south side, and I'm here chilling with... I can't even call it a little no more. Uh, yeah, can I say young? Or no, if I can say Nia K. I ain't gonna mess with you. I'm gonna quit messing with you. You know what I mean? I'm gonna have a little sis, Nia K. What's going on with you, man? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Uh, look, like, I'm just excited to have you here for one because it's like, you know how when people be like, yo, I seen you grow up. It's like, mm-hmm. not even from a, just under the like, I don't want to like like as your adolescence of being a kid, but like I actually seen you mature and grow as an artist. That's what I'm yes, talking about. Thank you. So thank I've you. seen it. Like I didn't spend week. I spent the weekend in Atlanta with you and your family doing AC three. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't seen the growth and like the grind. So yes, this shit is crazy just to see. You know, what I mean, at this point, came a long way for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you still going? This is just the beginning yeah. for real. So. Just the beginning. So Nia K, so we was just joking off camera and we was like, do I call you young Nia? Do you get tired of people like looking at you like you still young Nia K? Um, I I've always been like Chicago's little sister, Chicago little niece. Like that's what all like the big celebrities, little celebrities, everybody was calling me because I was so young when I started. I started at 10, and all the artists, like, started really recognizing me at 13, 14. So it's like I was a little kid, so everybody just looked at it like, I'm going to just help. I'm going to just call a little niece. I'm going to help out. I'm going to do this favor. I'm going to do this favor for little sis that they normally wouldn't even do for people their age because it's a competition thing. And now that I've got older, it's like, Certain things is definitely different with artists because now I can compete with the big dogs. I can compete with the older people. So I don't get, like, a lot of little, little no more <laughs> unless it's, like, somebody who, like, really, really from me back then. And it's, like, okay, this little sis still. But, yeah, other than that, it's, it's really now, like, you in it for yourself. Like, it's time to eat because everybody know we around the same age. You you know, on that bark till you finna be around my age. So right. it's, like, they know. You know, I'm 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 not really on there right now. That's that's crazy because your energy. You say because you, you got a decade in, right? But yep. your energy since I've met you, it's always been like, like Ugh, I'm here, like straight hip hop. It's like how you just even just broke that shit down. Like yeah, you got you got to eat like big dog. This like people don't understand. This is you. This has mm-hmm. always been you. Like you always been moving like that. So what, how how did you get into like hip hop? Um, I got into it because my mom was pregnant with me doing music up until she was seven to eight months, and she was performing and all that. And then my dad, when I was born, he had me in the studio a lot around real artists and real producers and stuff. There was his friends, and I didn't even know how big they were back in the day, but I was hearing it constantly. So when I got the age of six, I started writing singing music. I didn't like my singing voice, so then I started rapping, and then... At the age of ten is when I started putting out my music. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. so like in the first, like I was talking in the first interview, I first got up on you is me coming home from college and my little sister putting the phone in my face like, "Look at this girl, she's snapping, she's going crazy," and I'm like, "Okay, she look a little little Nia K going crazy." <laughs> and then you did the TV show, so we we passed that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now we at this. Uh, I want to say what you. 19, 20 now? 20, 20, 20. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
so you 20 years old, you know what I mean? You turned 21 in December. Mm-hmm. It's like, how, how, like, what, what would older Nia K tell young Nia K, right? What advice would you give her? I would just tell myself, like, don't, like, get caught up and, like, don't believe things and, and don't let the outside, like, dictate your future because it was a lot of things when I was younger like if I had what I had when I was younger now like things would be completely different because my buzz was so like so big back then but I was so young where it's like everything I was doing was because I just wanted to do it I was really just rapping putting out videos because I wanted to do it as you get older this turns into okay this is my life this is the way I the only way I'm gonna eat so I gotta go hard for me and because I want to do it but back then I was just doing it to do it so Everything, every opportunity, everything, I was just looking at it as fun. Not saying I wasn't capitalizing off certain opportunities because I did have a team behind me always and my dad always to help capitalize. But I, as an artist, could have capitalized way stronger and way harder off certain things because I was still having fun while doing it. Like, if I would have had, like, um, the mindset I have now, I feel like back then I would have been, like, even more of a beast because I was smart back then, but I didn't know a lot when it came to the music industry. And that's why I always said I wanted to, like, when I get to that level, come back to Chicago and give, like, different schools where it teaches people, like, about their royalties, about their masters, about management, about just different things where they won't get ripped off or they won't fall into, like, that depression. Because if you know and you have a list of things you know and following that journey, it's going to be easy. It's just like school. Music is like school. You have to do your research and you have to know what you're doing in that field. No, that's valid. That's yeah. valid. So if you had to pinpoint something specific. I would tell myself to research more, to actually, like, re- not realize what you're doing, but, like, um... Like, get more of the back story of it and more of, like, the business side of it. Because mm-hmm. at that age, I wasn't focused on none of that. I was just like, oh, I'm rapping, I'm doing music. I wasn't focused on nothing. Like, I wasn't researching history, all that. Like, it, it just it just is a big part in it. Like, now that's what I do. And it's, like, it's helped me tremendously, even with just getting my man back focused. So it's like, when you know more, you can do more, basically. No, that's valid. So when he was you, when he was coming up, did you sign to a label? Or was you always independent? I was independent, yeah, always. Okay, so like all the content and stuff that you created on your YouTube channel, that's all still you, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know YouTube was like you know young boy having his little thing with his label with his YouTube and making a lot of money, but I know uh, your YouTube channel do numbers and you got following out there. It's like you got a yeah, million everything followers. Everything is me. I get I get everything. And back then I didn't have anybody. It was just me and my daddy for real, like in a manager sometimes, but I didn't been ran through so many managers. It was really just me and my daddy collecting the money. That's why I'm like, I ain't have no I wasn't signed to nothing. Like everything was coming straight to me. Is the is your is your social following uh, the income you come through your social following with is it sustainable? Like and you can full like a whole career off of it? Yeah, you sound like without rap. Like, no, nah, because I mean it's all content. It's all yeah. it's all geared towards your rap career. But yeah, I'm saying, I would definitely say, even if I wasn't rapping, like I would still be making so much money just off of social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Like my Facebook, how many followers I got on Facebook? Eight point six on Facebook. Eight point six what? Million. Then my Instagram, I'm gonna say two million. Then my TikTok, I just like started posting on TikTok for real. I got a hundred K on there, but all my videos doing two fifty thousand, five hundred. So it's like it's still going, and my name is still ringing. Like on TikTok, since I just got on there, all my comments is like, "Oh my gosh, she's so older. Oh my gosh, this is the same Nia K. This, oh my gosh, oh my gosh," because on TikTok, it taps and it 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 has you. It shows you people that you used to know or that you looking up or that you scroll past. Like, I've seen so many people on TikTok I haven't seen since I was little. Mm. So I know on TikTok, that's why all these people are like, what the hell? Like, this is the same girl from when she was little because it's a different fan base. It's different people on all different sites. And I'm making money on all different sites. So rap is really... It, rap is no I would say social media is a bonus because like I'm making money off rap but I'm making money off social media too so it's like I don't know what to say they both like hand in hand like I'm gonna be making money either way like that's why it's like when folks hate on my rap so much because I have actual lyrics and don't do a lot of the trendy shit like 
I've never had a, a hit record, like a record that took me through the moon. So it's like I've been making money off of me and my fan base and how I've built my page up for since the beginning, really, if you want to be technical. No, nah, I'm glad you see. I'm glad you brought that point, right? Because it was people don't know it was that weekend that I spent with y'all. Like was probably the first time that I seen the power of influence because you have influenced. Uh, Shorty Roscoe had influence. Mm-hmm. First time I ever knew about who Lil Baby was because y'all was like, "Yeah, let's go, Lil Baby," and we was in Atlanta. And I, this was like 2018, 17 yeah, this or something. And remember. they like, like y'all were just pointing out all these people. Mm-hmm. But um, you was talking about like yo your influence because I had. I remember I, I got the text message today because I'm like, "Yeah, Shorty a boss." Because I dropped the vlog right, and you like, yo. You got to hit me before you drop that vlog because I got to put that on my YouTube. So I got monetized on it. And I'm like, damn, this little girl, just, <laughs> she checked me. But then when I started paying attention because I did a, uh, some, a sad piece and I had all y'all rapping. And all y'all, that episode of Bars that I had on the YouTube page is probably, it got so many views off all y'all mm-hmm. rapping, y'all spending mm-hmm. on lines. And I just started paying attention to you and just like, how you making a million here? You got a million followers? I'm like, damn, this little girl. This young lady was like she really monetizing social media, so that was kind of my um my eye opener. Like, yo, it's okay to do this shit for fun, but you got to start really like working these numbers through these social pages mm-hmm. because that's a whole check. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, literally all these social sites are a check. Like, you don't even have to have a million followers. Like, it's people with way less followers making that money. Hundred K followers, you can make so much money. Like on some of these sites, like all the. Fashion Nova, um, Fenty, all those brands, like, they pick people 20,000 followers. Like, it's so much money out here. Well, I don't know about me and them. I'm speaking on the ladies right now. It's so much money for us ladies. Y'all cashing out. It's so many different, like, lanes and different companies, pretty little things. Like, so many things that they just looking for a nice, pretty image. That's it. So, it's like, for females, it's so easy right now because there's so many different lanes you can tap into. And then if you're an artist, too, they beating down your door. So, it's like, because they want your following. So, it's like, it's just you got to build yourself up as as a whole. Like, you got to build yourself up. Like, how... um. What um? How did you get like like get put on to like monetizing your your fan base like that? Cause they love you. I like. would say like since I was little, like my dad just used to always tell me like make sure you responding to your fans, make sure you doing this, make sure you going live. I used to do a lot of meet and greets. I did a Sweet Sixteen tour. Where it was just focused on me and like you know get, giving back to all my fans and meet and greets and stuff. The meet and greets was free. Like I did so many meet and greets in so many different cities. I did a whole tour of Fresh Empire with meet and greets. Like my fans, a lot of them have met me. Not all of them, of course, but a lot of them have met me and have been able to see how that feels to, oh my gosh, this is Nia K. So it's like, once you meet that celebrity, it's like you turn into a lifetime fan because it's like, oh my gosh, she really let me take a picture with her. She really was cool. She wasn't yeah. no B, like she was nice about it. And that's always how, I, how I've been to my fans. I try to give off the energy that's um great because I know if I see somebody I'm stuck, struck over, I don't want, I don't want to walk up to them and they like, hey, like a, can you, can you get her? Can you, can you get this? Can you get this fan? So it's like if you get a strong personality where it's like, hey, and you embrace them as well as they embracing you, they going to love that because they scared at the end of the day to come up to you. Like they don't know how you're going to react. That's real. Because I actually mm-hmm. like, like all, all the stuff you're saying, like I seen it in real time. Like mm-hmm. I literally seen how those fans is reacting to you and stuff like that. It was like, damn, this like she it like you would have thought to Beyonce could walk through the door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah, for my crazy. generation, it'd be like if I seen the young girls, it'd be Beyonce. But it was like for those little twelve and eleven year old girls at the time, it was like it was Nia K. Like the lines at every venue went to mm-hmm. was around the corner. You gotta think of it like like JoJo Sweet and stuff like. That's a young girl, and she has the whole young fan base. Mm-hmm. And that's because it's like when you're young, kids, kids. some parents don't even let them listen to older people and stuff like that. And it's curse words and all that. I, I didn't have one curse word until I was about, I think, 17, about to turn 18. Mm-hmm. So all that time, I had so many young kids listen to me because it's like a version like kids bop, if that makes sense. Like, it's not, but it kind of is. It's like if you look at it like, they like, oh my gosh, I can listen to something freely. I can walk around the house. I can connect to this person. And she around the same age. I got a couple more years and I could be like her. That's how they thinking. That's how they looking. So it's like, 
it's so many to just attracted to it. And now that I'm older, I'm collecting the older fan base because, of course, my subject is changing. But I also have the younger fan base that are now older. So it's like it's so strong, if that makes sense. Like, I got both. No, that's real. So that that's, that kind of leads me into one of my next questions. My next question for you was going to be like, what what stops you or did you ever think about like, yo, I got this, like how you mentioned Kids Bob, I got this Kids Bob and you miss JoJo, you got the, like the whole Nickelodeon Disney lane. Did you ever think about like, you know what, I'm not even going to step into hardcore rap. I want to try to play the, like, I want to say the youth, but try to play the youth in the pop lane and try to go Disney and try to go Nickelodeon and try to go that route. Did you ever think about like navigating towards that? I really just went with the flow because Honestly, I wanted to curse way early. I wanted to curse right when I came off the show. But my mama <laughs> wouldn't let me. And my daddy kept telling her to let me. But she, he wouldn't, I mean, she wouldn't let me. So that's why I didn't curse for like all those years. But I would say that it definitely was worth it because I still was gaining kid fans, kid fans, kid fans. So it's like that clean version, and I could still do it. So it's like, that's good. Like, it, it shows that, you know, she can still rap clean and actually have substance and rap with cursing words and still have a fan base, you know? What was your mom's reason? Your mom cool people. What was your mom's reason for not wanting you to go into start cursing? I don't know. Like, she used to just be like, um, Mia can be different. Everybody doesn't curse. Because, like, the artists that I was listening to and, like, who I liked and stuff, they didn't curse that much, and her music wasn't, like, you know how music is nowadays. It was like real rap where they were actually talking about substance. And my mom knew like what type of artist I was. So she felt like like if I started cursing, it would just change my whole image and sound. And she, like at the beginning, I didn't, I, I was kind of confused if I wanted to curse or not because I didn't really know like if that's what I wanted to do just yet because I was so young. But like she was just trying to push me to the land of not cursing because she like, you haven't did it this long. Like it's so many of your peers who came off the show, started doing it. And then before I was doing it and you were unique was still not doing it. So that was like kind of staying on my head. Like I could forever be unique like that. But then I, I just started looking at real life and I'm like, mom, this is not going to work. Like no cursing. Like really? Like I don't even like listening to clean music right now. Like, I need to hear a little bit of cursing. So after I just kept telling her, like, I want to curse, I want to curse, I would bring little, little things into it. Like, I would bring the littlest words. There was, like, a slight curse word and stuff until, like, she got comfortable and comfortable. Then it just, like, switched. It's just like, this is what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it. I like you, you. You have baby at the end of the day, so mm -hmm. she kind of wants you, you know what I mean, to stay, uh, I guess, Lack of better terms, pure as possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I get it. And your mom, your mom, your parents. Shout out to your parents, man. They cool people. Yeah, they show love. Um, so with it seems like a lot of people um has kind of like stipulations on like the way your career should go. Um, what? How? I'm trying to see how to word this. Like, because it seems like your mom wanted you to go to that. Your dad just said. Let it come out the like the box, like what was your what was your goals like? What was your thought process like for the shift? Like when you like when you came of age, like you was like damn like. I feel like I never had time to think about nothing. Like that's why I feel like I'm I'm like uh like a crazy in the head because like I never had time. Like I was so young and I just was doing it, doing it, doing it, following everything a person was telling me. And then it's like everybody always like my mom and daddy always had different opinions about what I should do. So it's like I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna go with this, but it's like, okay, no, I'm gonna go with that. And then like my dad wasn't controlling me, but it's like you got to do this, that, and the third. You got to do this, that, and the third. Like, you, you got to go to this meeting. You got to go to this interview. You got to go to this. It wasn't, like, a question, like, do you want to do this? Or, like, do you want to do that? Like, once I said, like, I want to do it, like, and he agreed to it, it was over with. And I just kept having to do it, do it, do it with no stopping. And it was, like, I never had time to think, like, do I want to do that interview? Like, let me go look up this interview, see if I want to do that. Like, everything was so fast, like, from 10 to 16, everything was so fast. Like, everything happened so fast, back to back to back. So, that, by your parents and specifically your father being, like, uh, in your life as far as the business side, was there any conflictions between, like, being my parent and then also, you know what I'm saying, on a, my yeah. business partner? <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah, because, like, I feel like my dad, he, he feel more into, like, the management style. I was just, like... 
you know, like, you still want to do it again. You just always want to talk about music. You just always want to tell me what to do with music. You just always want to, like, music, music, music. And he like, that's because you have to make it. I know what it's going to take, blah, blah, blah. And I just used to be like, well, I need another manager then. So <laughs> you could fall halfway back because it's like when you are so focused on me and so focused on me being an artist, it's like it, it kind of takes away from, okay, this is my daughter. We need to do lunches. We need to do this. We need to do that in between because you just trying to get me on and get me where I want to be. So it's like I wasn't mad at him, but I would say like that it definitely, music definitely like not hurt our relationship, but it, it really made it different because it just was music, music, music so much. Mm. So when we're talking about taking away and missing missing those things, that, I think that could be really difficult, especially growing up. Like you want to, because you kind of you already didn't get the high school experience. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And congratulations! I think you, uh, did the blog posting when you graduated high school. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw you in person after that. But yeah. congratulations to going graduating high school. But do you ever regret like you know missing out on going to high school or the ability to go go to college and you know what I mean be on campus and stuff like that? Um, I feel like, yes, but no, like, I feel like if I would have had a regular childhood, I would have not been so, like, just to myself, because, like, I'd be alone a lot, because you can't really trust a lot of people, and this was since I was little, when I had a lot of fame, so it's like, I I always couldn't trust people, I always couldn't, like, have certain people around me, and I always couldn't do certain things, so it's like, if I would have been able to meet new people, meet new personalities, experience certain things, I feel like I would be different as a person, too, because I grew up real fast, like, I did everything at the age of 18, so it's like, when I turn 21 for real, it's like, damn, do I even need this like this ID? Like, I ain't even excited. I'm 21, got an ID. I've been had one. So it's like, it's it's a lot that I feel like when kids are, when it's, ki- when it's a kid celebrity, I feel like it's a lot that goes on with them. And I feel like they need extra, not help, but like they need extra balance. Like they need extra structure because you're not living in a regular world. Like you are, but you're not. Like it's just totally different. Like, it's different as a kid because you don't even know what, what, how, how, how it really soaks in. Like, it's just, like, overwhelming at a point. Like, I, I'm speaking on me. Like, for some people, you know, people, some people don't go through a hard time as a child celebrity, but I know some people do. And a lot of artists, they fight a lot of things. Like, all them, they're all my celebrity friends. They not really happy for real, for real. And I'm talking about big celebrity friends. They not happy for real, for real. And that's because it's a different lifestyle like we really just giving giving y'all music and putting it out for y'all because it's once you jump in the game your life changed forever that's why i always say when people everybody want to be a rapper everybody want to be a singer everybody not made out to do that everybody not meant to do that it's a reason only some people blow up as a rapper or a singer everybody is not meant for that everybody not not meant not meant even i mean not even strong enough mentally to battle it Mm. like it's it's serious the industry is serious like Mm, so it's two things I wanna um I wanna um get up out of that statement. Like the first thing is how do you balance it? Like how do you keep your mental health on point? How do you stay focused? Like what are some of the tips things that you do? I would say just really like believing in myself. Like once you start not listening to others and not listening to oh you should do this or you should do that and just find you, I feel like it's easier. Like I feel like nobody can tell me. You like you gotta ask me. You gotta make sure it's good with me first. I'm that's how I'm coming. Like nobody can just tell me this the schedule. This what you gotta do. Like I gotta make sure that's what I wanna do too. I gotta make sure that's cool with me and how I feel. And back then I was just doing everything, but now I got a lot more say. So I got a lot more. This is my career. This is my business. And you know why? Because this is how I eat. This is how I live. So can nobody now at this age tell me when it comes to my business because this how I live. Everybody mm-hmm. got their own way of living, so you can't tell me what to do because if I end up being in a messed up position, I can't blame nobody but me. This is my life. So now, yeah, I would say, yeah, it's com- it's completely different. So that's how I balance it, just being strong-minded and standing on business and standing on what I got to stand on. Okay. And you mentioned that the industry is, like, a wild place. Like, trust me, I mean, I know, you know what I mean, but what has been some of like your like craziest experiences like in it? Because I'm pretty sure you've been to some crazy experiences. Um, and if your mama sees us, I'm sorry for cussing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, I'm trying to think, because I ain't had no real crazy stuff. Like, I haven't. Like, the craziest thing to me has just been, like, how I didn't just been finessed so many damn times. Like, I'm from Chicago. Chicago don't get finessed. Like, the industry to finesse me, so many managers. So many, like, I didn't run through, like, three managers who didn't stole from me. Who really? Didn't. Yes. And, like, I didn't even know. That's the thing. Like, I didn't know till like, a year in each time. So, like, that's the crazy shit that happened to me with music because it's like me and my daddy be so, like, headstrong. It's like, how? So, that's what made me not trust a lot of shit. But other than that, it's just sins. Like, they just be everywhere. Like, I just was literally, I just had a taping yesterday and I was filming. I go in the bathroom. The girl, she come, she come in the bathroom with me. She leave out before me. I'm in a mirror. I was practicing the lines, bro. She walk in the door. I, I, I look this so dumb because I'm in the middle of practice. And she walks back in after using the bathroom. She like, I just wanted to talk to you. I know it's weird. We're in the bathroom, but I just wanted some advice. I'm like, we're really in the bathroom right now. Like, she really followed me to pee in the bathroom with me. And then act like she was leaving and came right back in. Like, <laughs> I'm like, so that be the crazy. Like, it'd be every day something weird. Like, not weird, but, like, damn. Like, if I see a motherfucker eating, I'm going to say, I'm going to wait till they done eating. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's real. I mean, cause I don't think fans give you, I don't think fans look at, uh, look at you all like, um, people, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's what I try to tell people. Like, we're regular, too. Like, yeah. yes, we got a big fan base, so we all about the different things, but. Other people, regular people who don't do music, they battling all type of too. So that's what I'm saying. We all are regular. And that's why I always try to tell my fans, girl, calm down. We bleed the same blood. Like, I want y'all to feel like, you know, family with me. Because we, we the same. Like, we all got love for each other in some type of way. That just sound good. But people don't realize that we human. I know for me personally, I from, uh, as I can grow, grow this platform and grow my status, I be having weird happen to me all the time. Like, same shit. I'm pretty sure people, random people, want to come up to you and want to rap for you or oh, yeah. it, it'd be the same. Now, that'd be the thing. It's been so many people, so many little kids and that'd be the thing. They'd be little. So it'd be like, you know, you got to sit there and listen. Like, so they'll come up to you. Oh, can I spit for you? And they'd be pouring their little heart out and I'd hype them, hype them. And I always tell them like, just keep going, keep trying because me, that's that's like another me if when I'm looking at them because every celebrity I done ran into, I say, can I spit for you? Like so party. it's like, and I've had the name I've had while doing that each single time. So I was just off the rap game fresh. Every celebrity I'm running into doing it. Every celebrity I'm running into going viral with because I'm, rap, I'm asking to rap in front of them. I wasn't scared of nobody just like I wasn't on the show. Like, I've never been scared to show my talent. So when you that young and you coming up to people and you asking, can you rap? You know you got something even if you don't even if the people around you don't believe it because you strong enough and confident enough in yourself at that young age to come to a celebrity and say can I rap for you? A lot of people will not do that. That's valid. I seen. I remember when you rap for Cardi B at the height of Cardi B career. Yeah, that was the biggest one. Yeah, that I, was the biggest I, one. I was like, how was that experience and like how did Cardi like what's your relationship with Cardi? But like, just go take us through the whole experience. Like, how did you get that? So basically, we was at a show in Chicago, and my security shout out to Kevin. He um had shout out to he, Kevin, that's my boy. He was like um he knew her security guard, so he went to her security guard and he like you know I got my artist with me. She wants to take um a picture with Cardi, and then he was like okay let me see one second. So he went in. He like okay give a couple minutes. Then we went in, and they was all like oh my gosh you're so cute you're so cute. Before I was walking with Cardi, all her friends was like you're so cute you're so cute because I was still kind of young back then. And then when I went up to her, I'm like can I rap for you? Like I was like hey, and then I was like can I rap for you? And she was like yeah go ahead. And then I started rapping for her and started rapping for her, and she just started going crazy. She was like you all in my face, you going crazy, <laughs> all that. So. She super liked that her team had even told Kevin, like, you know, get my number. So they definitely was rocking with me hard. And she definitely, everything was pure. Like, I loved it. And that's how I am when people come to me. So it's like, I definitely respect Cardi for that. Oh, that was love. That shit went everywhere. She even, uh, she cussed. I remember mean, she had cussing. Yes. And had to hold it back. Like, Cardi yes. is a good soul, man. I like Cardi. Over 8 million children have already received the COVID-19 vaccine. People like you and her. I can see y'all career going the way it does because it's just pure energy and good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like good, being good people. A lot of people in this industry be fake. They be nasty. So it's mm -hmm. like, I can see why y'all it's growing and people want to help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 
We at Grown Near K making music. You pushing single right now. Mm-hmm. Let's go best friend, right? Yes. So we pushing that joint. Um, So we talk about things you learn in just the business. You say you was finessed and all that. But now I see that you started your own right? Mm-hmm. So what, um, the branch, right? Yes. So you started your own. So that's like a management company. It's your own label. Like, well, tell me. Yeah, it's it's a um. I'm in a joint venture right now, so I'm signed to my label and I'm signed to another label. But the branch is me and my father's, and it's basically it was basically just for protection. Like we we've, <laughs> we've been through a lot of different things, so it's like anybody who tries to come in and get attached to me, it's like I will be um. Everything will be shortened because I'm also already signed to me. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's only so much you could get because I'm signed to me too. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason I really did it because it's just it's just scary. Like you don't know what to believe, you don't know what to trust, you don't know what opportunities to take. So I did this because I felt like it was a um it was a a, a shield kind of in some type of way. And then also I did it because in the future, I spoke since I was little in interviews saying how I wanted to get artists myself and help groom them and help teach them things just like how I said about the school. Of course, I want to have my own artist to personally do that with as well. So once the Nia K is at the level Nia K want to be at, then I would definitely want to go back and put some people under the branch. The branch means, it, meaning is just like, um, a tree branch like you need the leaves you need everything to make it the tree mm-hmm. so with the branch you need different departments to make you who you are like every artist who comes to the branch they're gonna need this that and the third to make themselves who they are and nobody can do it by themselves. and that's why I came up with the branch because a lot of people say oh I made it by myself I did this by myself but even though I didn't get screwed over a lot I still had a lot of people that helped me in certain ways in my career that I could never have done by myself mm-hmm. so yeah I just love hearing, just hearing you speak about this because it's like you just like you, you speak like a seasoned vet <laughs> Like, you speak like a seasoned vet. Like, it's, like it's so crazy because on a rap game, they're going to tell me, you need to answer your questions differently because you sound like a robot. I said, first of all, <laughs> it's just I've been doing interviews so long. Like, all my interviews, I be saying different stuff. Like, I, I say what comes to my mind. I say what's from the heart and what's real. And they talking about I'm a robot because everything I say was I guess seasoned. Like, how you saying? Like, I know what I'm going to say. Like, they wanted me to be fumbling over my words and confused. Like, no, I know who I am, what I am, what I've done, and everything. <laughs> you talking better than me, and I'm the interviewer, for real. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. But no, I love it, though. I love it, though, because I love, I can just see that you, the versatility in you. Like, I can see you doing acting, you know what I mean? Yes. I can see you being a CEO and a boss of certain because you can just, the chameleon, you can go in different rooms, mm-hmm. you can speak different languages, you know what I mean? You can code switch, so I love it, you know what I mean? So, that, that's you. good. That's good, man. So now let's go back to this finesse, because you can't be from the rack and getting finesse. So how That's did you? What I just said. How did you get finesse? Like break this down to because me. Because the managers, like they would just be so slick, like they would just be making it look so so smooth, like just smooth, just sliding. And it's like after a couple months, like I was just noticed certain things. And with the first, the first time it happened to me, somebody actually called and they was like. Such and such said, it's this price for the verse and video. And my dad's like, what? Like, that's not what he told us. Like, what? So that was the first time that I knew with my first manager because somebody had actually called me and told my father that, like, this was the price. I like, just trying to check in. And he like, no. So he went to the guy. And that's how he found out, like, all this time we've been doing verses and features and stuff. Nobody was got cool enough with my daddy, like, this was the first person who he was actually cool, dude. You know how some people you actually build a relationship with. Right. So, that's what happened with that. And all the other people we didn't have no relationship with. It's just send a verse, send it, do the video, whatever. We gone. So, all those times I was getting booked, I was doing features, interviews, all that. He was throwing his extra back in on, plus getting management fees. I was just going to ask that, like, yeah. so was he still getting the management fee after he getting his Yes, bank? that's what I'm saying, yes. And then, it was so far, like, we went to um his city, and we did a show. My ti- my sprint. I mean, my tires on my Sprinter was busted in the same city that he lived in. So it was a lot of weird going on. Like he was after we found out, still like 
every day trying to contact me, like trying to turn me against my father. Like, you know, you so much this, you that, you, I didn't do anything. Like, this is all a lie. I'm like, my daddy not just telling me this. I've talked to the guy as well. Like, we were cool with them. So it's like, you can't try to cover up something that's already right there laid out in stone. And like, for afterwards, you to be threatening, um, slashing tires like, that's what I'm saying. That's too much. Like, it ain't no coincidence. I'm in the same city. You ain't never got my tires slashed in my life. And then my tires slash. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't mean finesse about it, but it's cool. <laughs> that's it. It's, I, I want, I, I'm going to say something that's probably, shit, how can I put this? That's the industry, though. And I think even by you speaking on it, I'll just it can just educate a lot of young artists coming up because that that is what you just said is common practice how people move. There's not a lot of people in here that does good business. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and you're all if you really look at your business, you're always gonna find a way. Because the second time it didn't even come to me. I did I did a show and then somebody else did the show with me. But they say I had I had a million and they had ten thousand followers. Say they get paid five thousand, I get paid twenty five hundred. You can't tell me that we got booked for the same show and that happened. So then you go back to the drawing board. Let me see the puzzle. What got sent? Let me. That's how I am. Like that's what I'm saying. How, how I changed on my business because mm-hmm. it's so many little things you could look at and figure out that don't make sense. That didn't happen that way. But people so slick and just think everybody trying to get it for themselves. Yeah, they trying to manage you, sell you a story, but everybody trying to get on for themselves. So they try to get a hot talent and. Get get some money off of them. That's what people doing. So they eating, eating, eating. Then when they that year up, they see the person and caught on to them. Now next next um artist they going to finesse. And any of my old managers, when people come to me and ask me how such as how such as, I always tell them because you not finna keep finessing people. <laughs> no, that's real. And you and you 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 hitting it on the head because a lot of a lot of these kids don't know that shit. they see these people that be like, yo, I work with such and such such and such. I let me be your manager. Oh my gosh, that's the. The number one thing I work with this. Oh, you want to see pictures? You and don't even know the person. And these, like, these kids sign to them. They want to mm-hmm. be in they they camp and they, you know, what I'm saying, get money took from them mm-hmm. or they get signed in deals and pay work. The same thing with labels. They take these kids who from the projects, no money, dusty, got a sound, and then they give them Mr. Vans. Say they gonna blow them up, show for them. Then now they in uh um they in debt for the rest of their life, trying to pay back in advance. So it's like they get. I don't want to say dumb because that's the wrong term. But they get like. Um, people who have lack of of education with the music industry, and they try to finesse them. It happens every day in the music industry. I know you know it, dude. I, I know it firsthand. It, it happens all the way around the music industry. That's mm-hmm. why this this that's why when people say like they want to get into this, I be uh, I try to tell them like you understand like are you trying to be a musician or are you trying to get in the music business? Mm-hmm. Because the music business and you just if you want to just do music, you can get a band or just rap on weekends with your homies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you get in the music business, you have to really be protected. You got to really know what's going on because the finesse is real. Yeah, you got to be protected. You got to have somebody in your corner. Yeah. Somebody. Because everybody's trying to get theirs. And, you know, don't like how you say everybody trying to ride the waves. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm glad you kind of caught on to that early because. But it's, it's crazy because you can't even say early because you a vet. Like, you 10 years, you a seasoned yeah, vet. Yeah, I didn't catch on to, what, six, seven years after being in the game? That's what I'm saying. Right. It took me that young but, young, but I was blessed to be that young when I started. Because these 20, 30, 40s trying to rap, and they don't know nothing. They run, no. they they pushing themselves into it. Man, I think you, I think, I guess it's good though that your, your parents did music too. Like, cause mm-hmm. your, your mom and dad, were they educated on a lot of this shit yeah, too? Yeah, my dad was. Like, his best friends was Kanye, Hitmaker, everybody. So, like, I was around so many celebrities. He had seen so many celebrities, 24 hours recording. He used to beat in my man, the um, Bird. You know how many songs Bird doing tonight? 100 songs. Woo, woo, woo. Yo, worth ethic, not this. Yo, worth ethic, not that. So, it's like, my dad used a lot of his celebrity friends to just motivate me like you see what's going on every day like you see 12 hours just recording this many songs so it's like yeah mm-hmm. shout out to pops man so what about like you just mentioned bird with hit maker whatever uh bro calling himself these days hit make don't, 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 don't. <laughs> but uh you say he um 
he just did the challenge or he's doing a little thing where he want to give like 10 women a single like he want to um get involved in that like uh do you feel like you would be that's something you'll be interested in involving yourself in that project he got going where he giving 10 women some music and trying to give him a hot single yeah, I feel like it, it. Yeah, I'm excited, but I feel like it depends on what the actual um situation is because I had already talked to him about it and he already told me like it's a go for it. But it's like I've already been on the show, so shout out to Himek, of course, and I love him to death. But it's like I've already been on the show, so with another show, it's like it has to be completely correct because I didn't win the rap game. So not saying that made me look bad or nothing because I still got a huge fan base off of it. But I've already didn't win the show. So me as who I am now in a season vet where so many people already know me, so many people who if JD would have brought now, I would have been saying hey to instead of can I rap for you. It's kind of hard going on another show when you don't know who going to be brought on, what type of show it is, who you be in position with. So that that's where it kind of comes into being tricky. But of course, I want to do it. Of course, I I do anything to further my career. But it just has to be the right um the right situation because he hasn't completely expressed what the whole situation is. Really, it just you just broke that down like you're not even looking for clout. You looking you you the way you move, and I can tell it's not even a clout move. You really yeah. you're being strategic. So I like that. Yeah, like it got to be a real. Gotta, Let's get his hit to the real person. Like it got to be a real, you know, a yeah. fair thing. Like you, but y'all have a, a relationship. You think you get just, instead of just doing a show, would you just rather just yo just let's, let's get in the stool? Give me. All right, and that's my thing. So that's why it's a, it's a touchy subject because it's like you know when you know somebody, it's like you know it's it's kind of weird, but it's like. At the end of the day, everybody got to grind it out, regardless. Like, him making it did so many records, then got so many people famous, so many people on, that it's like, you got to just be grateful what opportunities come to you. Everybody get different opportunities. So, yes, he's been making a lot of his, he's done a lot of records, and I've known him, but it's like, now it's like, okay, you you felt this way or you didn't do this, so it's like, now let me show you. Like, put me up against a Like, let me show you, like, if that's what it's going to take. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. So I'm going to shift this interview a little bit, and we'll get to some other things. Um, so we we spoke on a rap game, right? So last time I was with you, um, you was uh, booed up with the, uh, I don't know his name, um, the light-skinned kid with the hell. That was, <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah, the Nova kid. Yeah, yeah, Nova. Like, y'all had, Nova K. That's because y'all had the little oh pages. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Nova K. So y'all had y'all little thing going on, right? So now, oh, now you was crazy. <laughs> oh my god! Now young niggas booed up with uh with the homeboy from the crib, B Ben. So you know how's their relationship going, and how did that come about? Because we was on. I don't know if I can. That was, would that be incriminating? But you know. what? Uh, we we all I've always been in a relationship since since I started rapping and I've never like hid it from social media nothing. Everybody know like I nine times out of ten always been been in a relationship and I feel like that that comes to, to do with a part of being alone too because like I said in the industry I've been alone for a lot of years because of not trusting people and not you know having certain um relationships that a lot of people my age did so I wouldn't say I I, I would try to find like loving a man but like certain attention I would like like from a man so it's like I've always kept somebody by my side because a lot of people wasn't by my side so if you're pure and I found a connection with you I'm gonna keep you around so I feel like that that connection not around no more okay so the, the thing you and you and Nova was actually a real relationship a lot of people speculate yeah, that was just some tv show mm-hmm. so then you and B Benz what's going on with that yeah we still together y'all still together <laughs> Yeah. You are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know I, mean? I, I know both of y'all, man, and I be seeing it from afar, you know, because I know it's genuinely, you know what I'm saying, y'all mm-hmm. having y'all doing y'all thing. I would never be with nobody for social media. I would not. I've always been bossed up and had my own, so I would never be with nobody for a relationship. Like, no, it's never been like that. Y'all I mean, I would never be nobody, with nobody for the internet. That's what I mean. Y'all hear that? You know what I'm saying? We just got to clarify. You know, the fans, I be reading the comments, and the fans be talking all that. 
Like, oh, yeah, they went out together for this, for the last. If I'm going to be with somebody from the internet, I'm going to be doing YouTube, vlog, cooking, whatever, because we're going to be a social media relationship, like De'Aaron and Ken. And but they the was, Huh? They saying get the bag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, we, I don't even need to get a bag with like. That's not that's not my focus. Like I wouldn't even do vlogs, YouTube, all that type of stuff because I'm not I don't I don't need that bag. Like that's mm. people who that's the that's the way they trying to make their money. That's not how I'm trying to make my money. Is it easier dating somebody that uh that's in the same field and industry as you? Like or would you like well, well, be the only two I boyfriends say, I know I you both say rappers. Yes, but I've never dated nobody not in the industry, so I don't even know how to answer that question. Now that I think about it, all these years I'd be saying yes. But like I ain't been with a regular nigga in a relationship, so I don't know. <laughs> it is like it's working, man. I don't want to deep too deep dive in. Shout out to B Bands, man. Yes. I, y'all be looking, um, I guess I can say cute or whatnot <laughs> on the internet. Y'all be doing y'all thing. So shout out to that. And now also going into the rap game, I remember you made a comment about something because it was a real big speculation on like um you growing up and people was like, yo, she she over-sexualizing herself and she trying to do all mm-hmm. this extra get attention. A lot of people was trying to say uh, you was trying to be like Mulatto because y'all come from the show and mm-hmm. like that. Like how, like, how do comments like that make you feel? Like, I know that you like, yo, you just a, a young woman that's growing up. Mm-hmm. And, but to everybody else, they feel like you trying to be something you're not or you're doing too much. Like, how do you like that make you feel? Um, That's exactly what I feel, that people... I'm saying I'm going, I mean, I, I, people are saying like stuff about me dressing sexually, but not realizing that I'm growing up. Like they're literally the same age as me at this point because they've grown up with me and they still looking at me like little Nia or the little girl from the rap game. And that's, that's half the world looking at me like the little Nia from the rap game and half the girl, like half the world, like go keep going, like do it. We love it. So it's like, it's very um contradicting. And like when I get compared to, um, Lotto is it's not annoying because shout out to Lotto, but it's just like I know why, and it's because first we it's so many artists in the industry and in the world before Mulatto really just blew. So before that, I would still get compared to her, and that's simply because with it being all these other artists in the industry, Lotto is the biggest one from the show. She's made it the furthest from the show in certain points. So they look at it like. This the only way we could compare her to. This the only way we could compare her to. Lotto turned sexy at, I want to say, 18. I turned sexy at, I want to say, 19. So it's like I actually started um, after Lotto age-wise, and she started before me because, of course, she's older than me. She like 23 or something like that. But she started it way before me because she be, she turned 18 mm-hmm. way before me. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, she's been grown for a long time now. So, yes, she's been sexy, sexy, sexy. But I'm just turning 20. So it's like, now that I'm turning that age, let me experience what I want to experience. Don't just compare me to her because I can see if we both the same age and she started doing it, then I start doing it. No, she's years ahead of me. So that's mm-hmm. like you saying, I'm trying to be like Lil' Kim. I'm trying to be like Nikki. They years ahead of me and was dressing sexy. So the only reason I'm getting compared to her is literally because we're from the same show. And, I mean, that's what, that's what comes with it. I mean, you when you do television shows, it's pros and cons of it. And a comparison is something that's been since the show started with different artists comparing, comparing, comparing. But now it's so strong with her because she's the only, like, sex symbol from the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, nah, I get it. Um, I've recently been learning that because um, personally, I feel like in hip hop, we it's just a competition thing, mm-hmm. pin against pin. But I've learned in my like one of my last few interviews, uh, a group of young ladies was telling me like when it comes to women, uh, it's never really pin against pin. It's all the extra that try to compare y'all mm-hmm. against each other too. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like that's wrong. I don't think you should compare people off looks and all this and that like like literally they be like you look like her sister you look like her twin like they literally off the walls now like me and lotto look nothing alike we don't look nothing alike it's just the oh they both were on the rap game like we love the rap game we were both on that show like that's literally all that is i'm telling you i i have dissected my comments because i want to know different things like not that i'm transitioning i want to know how people feel what they want what mm-hmm. they think and i've seen it so much down my my um comments, but I'm not gonna let that stop how what I'm doing or how I'm doing it because I haven't even turned into a sex symbol. I I do it classy but sexy sometimes. Like 
I don't even go overboard. That's why I can't, I don't let none of that phase me because I know me and I know I'm not out here just online being, you know, showing my body like that. Like, no, nah, that's real. That's real. You know, that's real. I ain't gonna lie. Even sometimes when I see you on my timeline, I definitely cover my cover the hand and move it past because you know what I'm saying. I still just I don't see you like that. I can't see you as, as like that. But I, and, I, and okay, perfect example. You can't see me like that because you see me when I was little. That's what I'm trying. That's that's the whole print right here. If another 20 year old came and was posting pictures like me, you would not say that. I guarantee you wouldn't say it. Because yeah. you didn't know them when they was younger. You didn't know that young them. Yeah, because we were looking at Kylie Jenner when she was 17, 18. So you're right. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's, what I'm that's real. That's real. And Chloe Bailey when she came out young. So yeah, you're right. You're right. You hit it on the head. You, you hit it on the head. You're right. So and we and we talking in this era in this like area, um when you talked about wild with fans, like you at this young, you at this age where you're becoming a mature woman, you you know what I'm saying, being exposed to more things. Like, have you ever had situations where it been things where more men, now men's probably looking at you a little like she ain't little no more. Like, have you ever had some situations where you deal with creeps? Um, it's a lot of people who be on my DM and a lot of different men and, and, and everything now that I'm older. And they would, like, say that, actually. Like, now you older, what's up? Ooh, ooh. But I've never ran in, in person with nobody, like, being weird or trying to do anything crazy. Like, niggas talk all the time, but I just keep walking because I be low-key scared because, like, yeah, I'm a pretty female, got a body, but also I'm an artist, too, so I never know what lane it's really coming from until they DMing me or under my pictures. Ah, oh, you grew up ooh, ooh, with all these emojis and stuff, like, Niggas gonna be niggas regardless. So when I hit twenty one, it's probably gonna be a whole different ballpark. Like And these be guys that, that knew you since you was a kid that be doing this? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And my and my, my boyfriend, he be <laughs> tweaking with some of them because like we all from we all be from Chicago and stuff and people just look at me now because I'm older, like some people they will look at it like she older rather than how you was oh let me cover it up, cover it up. But happy because I know now, now they don't, like I said, it's not no little sis no more. Like, they see I'm grown now. So, it's, like, different. Yeah. Everybody not like you, Cody. <laughs> yeah, I be trying to keep, you know what I'm saying, you know. No, but, I don't know. It's respect. Yeah, it's respect. Yeah. Like, uh, we were just kind of, like, talking about that off camera um, with, like, business. Like, I like my business or just certain things are, like, I would like to keep separate. Like, I you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, I would never want to make nobody feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that shit will. And I think it's like you're dealing with a lot of growing pain. That's what I've been just getting from this interview. Mm -hmm. if, I, if I had the title interview some shit, I would just say it'll be growing pain because you've just been telling me the growing pains from the relationship to business with your dad, just growing mm -hmm. up and being in the industry, meeting people. For so real. I feel like you're dealing with a lot of growing pains right now and you're not done growing. So I think that's the, the bright part about it mm -hmm. because you get to figure yourself out as you go yep. and clock a bag while you do it. So kudos to you. Yes. <laughs> Real talk. Um, so we in Iraq, right? And it's been a little talk in this women month. I know you. I just I know, know. You like It's been a little talk in women month and we talking about who the queen and who got the, the throne in Chicago. So we're not going to bring up the MCs that have the few, right? I ain't going to get that messy. But what we are going to talk about, what I want to ask you, do you feel like it's somebody that currently sits on the throne, or do you feel like right now that throne for Queen of Chicago is up for grabs? Um, Right now, I feel like it's a lot of females out of Chicago doing it. Like, it's a lot of females. It's a lot of y'all. Records doing, doing it, like, for real, like, doing it. Like, salute to all the females from Chicago. But if you want to say, like, one that's above everyone right now, it's not. It's not. Like, mm. I'm not above everybody in Chicago right now, female-wise. Like, nobody. I can't think of an artist who really, you outdoing everybody, like, and outdoing them. Not just, oh, I got this a little bit more than this person or a little bit little bit that. I didn't did that. They haven't done that. Like, really outdoing them. Like, I, that's not happening right now out of Chicago. And I've never even titled myself the Queen of Chicago. I always said I was the Duchess of Chicago. You always said Because Duchess. I always separated myself. Like, I'm not finna 
fight to be the princess or the queen or none of that. And everybody going to call themselves that. Nobody has called themselves the Duchess. And that's just another form of it. I've always been different. I came in the game younger than all the female rappers who have said they the queen and all the female rappers who rapping right now, I've came in the game younger than each and every single one of them. So I've always felt, for me, I would never, oh, I'm the queen of Chicago. I'm the, this is Chicago because I'm the Duchess. Like, I, I set apart. I'm in a whole different lane. That's why my name would never be mentioned in nothing like that. Be, or I would never mention my name in nothing like that because it's like, it's not dumbing myself down, but it's like, that's not even a lane to compete in. Like, it's not even worth it. Like, nobody in my lane right now. Nobody. So... I, I love the political answer. I love the political answer, right? <laughs> You're talking about political answer. I love it. I, I love it. But I'm just saying, when we talking about hip-hop, we not talking about all the other stuff, how you look, how you dress, none of that type of We talking about that pen, and we talking about that talent. Yeah. And I know, Dania K, I know, when it comes down to that pen and that talent, them bars, she be trying to go and rip everybody head. <laughs> so, if we, ta- <laughs> if we talking about, like, yo, when it comes to that throne right now, do you feel like, like, yo, can anybody mess with you when it comes to the pen, to the bar? This, you at 20, 21, about to be 21. Do you feel like that? Or, no, just being real. Like, we talking about hip-hop. No, we're not know, trying to be I messy. Know, we talking about no, hip-hop. No, I'm dead serious. I know the girls who can really rap in Chicago. I know the ones who got writers. I know the ones who can actually sit down and write in the studio. I know the ones who would take hours to write. So it's like... I know different things about different artists, just like they may know something about me that mm-hmm. they don't think I know. But when it comes to actual pen game and actually writing and actually having substance and structure when you're writing and, and leveling that you're writing a full song and how to put that together and actually mean something, nobody nobody can do that like me. Like, I was literally 14 putting out freestyles and had every artist in Chicago reposting it. Like, I was relating to older people at a age of being so young like i literally i've never had a hit record i literally went viral off of freestyle videos nobody in chicago has went viral off of freestyle videos nobody so it's like yeah people say i had hit records i did this i did that and i'm not ashamed to say i never had no hit record because you could go research me and my interviews i always i'm not scared to say that i've never had a hit record of course i want one of course this is what i'm doing it for to reach that hit record but all my freestyles have been hit records and nobody none of their freestyles have been hit records nobody they drop freestyles and don't do nothing so it's like i drop freestyles it do something every time so it's just different. It's just no. it's, it's different levels. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody the queen because me, you got to find your own title because I'm the duchess because I set myself apart. I'm in my own lane. So if you feel like you do songs and they do this or you feel like you got this and they do that or you got a body and they do that, like you call yourself something else then. Find your own lane. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. I think this is the energy that we need in Iraq right now. I think we, like we keep it on wax and we can keep people talking. Cause I know when y'all all young ladies see each other, it's always going to be love. It's mm-hmm, going to be jokes. Yeah. It's going to be hugs. And, and I'm the only one in Chicago that's cool with every single Chicago rapper. Like that's the thing about me. A lot of people is in tour with a lot of people. I wouldn't say I always been mutual and or not pick sass, but I just, everybody just always loved me and I always show love back. Like, I don't know if it's cause I'm younger than them or or what it be, but I literally am cool with all of them. Like it, it don't put me in a weird situation or nothing because it's like if you fall back, you fall back. But I show love to all the Chicago female rappers. See, look, that's cool and all, but listen, if somebody out there listening, I need a Nia K this record because I need Nia K to come out this out her bag and get on her savage with a pen. <laughs> Cause she trying to be too nice and too political. I need that hip hop. I no, need that. No, but nobody will that. ever come for me though. Like that's the thing. I I I could really try to think, think, think. I don't think nobody will ever come for me though. Like never a disrespect my name or nothing like that. Because if it if it ever did that, they know I could really diss them. So it's like, don't do that. That's so. what. I, that's see. That's what I. That's what I <laughs> uh, listen, she going crazy. No, though. That's that's the that's real. And like I said, your pen your pen is up there. Like you have Thank one you. of the top pens in this. So your pen is up there. Um. So we gonna wrap. We gonna wrap it up with this last question. You know what I'm okay. saying? At this stage of your career, like, what is the what is that moment that you're looking for to like give you uh, validity or like, you know, what I'm saying just that you know your that gold. I like to call them championship and rings. Like, what's mm-hmm. that 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 trophy that you're looking to get so you can elevate to the next mo- next part of your career? Um, I wouldn't actually. I would say like the position I'm in right now. Like, 
it's really, really great. Like, I'm I'm still in the position I'm in where this may be the trophy. Like, this may be the trophy year, like, where everything has been going on. Because it's it's been a, a lot that I got on deck. I just was filming for the shy. I just did a joint visual with the Juvenile Diabetes um, Foundation. I'm about to do a full radio tour. Like, it's, it's a lot of different things that I'm doing that I haven't posted or even spoke on. I'm about to do the show. Like, it's, it's a lot of things where I feel like I'm about to be where I've been, you know, looking to be. Like, not at that, maybe not the highest I could be, but right now I feel like I'm set up and I'm at a point where I'm going to see some of that trophy win, if that makes sense. Now. All right. Well, Nia K, I appreciate you coming out here, you know what I'm saying, chop it up with me, man. It's always a pleasure. Yes, thank you so mm-hmm. much. You know what I mean? You know, anything I can do to support you, you already know you got it. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, it's Cody Mack here. We at DTLI. What's the word? We out. Hey. Uh-huh. What's up? What's the word? Uh-huh. My name's Brian and I'm six. I'm vaccinated. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.